Hi, and welcome to the Whiskey Sippers Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Steve. And this podcast is about good whiskey, good conversation, and nothing is off limits. So if you're easily offended, now is the time to tune out. If not, then join in and you're going to have a lot of fun. Let's get it started, people. What's up, Steve? Hola, David. Ooh, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing okay. All right. I'm doing all Party right. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. <laughs> <laughs> So, welcome. Welcome back. Well, thank you so much. It's been, it feels like it's been a week. It has. It has been a week. <laughs> so, what today we are going to be talking about... Our discussion today? Our discussion today. Oh, we're going to talk about books. Books. Yeah. Everybody's like, yeah, click books. No, check them out. No, it's actually going to be pretty good. So no, we're going to talk about uh, band books. Band books? Books about bands? No, like books that have been banned and are commonly banned. Yes. Slaughter. Like bad books. Striper. Bad books. White snake. <laughs> so bad books. Books that at one point or another have been banned somewhere. Yeah, they're like uh, okay. controversial books. I like that. And and, and uh, what whiskey of the day today are we trying and sampling? Oh, we're going to do a rye. A rye whiskey. Ooh, you I know like why? Because one of the books, mm-hmm. Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye. So that's how I kind of came to that conclusion that we need a we need to drink a, a rye liquor in the front poker in the rear and drink a rye with whiskey but i di- um, i digest i have i don't know if i've actually partaken in a rye whiskey well i mean maybe inadvertently mm-hmm. but i can't like recall like specifically if i've had a rye <laughs> i knew that was coming out <laughs> <laughs> well tell us about the rye okay uh, well, let's let's talk about rye just like real quick because okay. I'm learning about it too. Um, that is R Y E, yeah, not R A I. Just so you know, R A. No? Yes, that is a type of music. Oh, right? okay, yeah. One of the most famous rye singers is Cheb Mami. Cheb <sighs> Mami was on that sting. <laughs> that sting, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that's Cheb, like me. That was Cheb, music. Cheb mommy, and he's a rye singer. That's his name, Cheb. Cheb. That's dope. It's like I got a Cheb. <laughs> Look at that. You're, you're giving me Cheb. <laughs> Give me a Cheb. <laughs> oh, mommy. Did someone ask for me? No, no, you go away. All right, so we're gonna talk about rye. Yes, rye whiskey. Yes, which everything falls underneath the umbrella of whiskey. So let's get that straight. So you say a rye, a rye is a whiskey. Yes. A bourbon is a type of whiskey. A scotch is a type of whiskey, not the other way around. Okay. All right. So we're However, Japanese whiskey is not scotch. Yes. Saw that at a liquor store. That's a whole other rabbit hole. Japanese whiskey was underneath scotch. It doesn't even make any sense. Scotch is scotch because it's in Scotland. So. Ah. All right. So (laughs) rye years ago, like pre prohibition era was like a pretty big drink. So it mm-hmm. was like really famous for mixing and making like all the classic like cocktails. Okay. Like your, uh, I don't know, Manhattan and Tom Collins or whatever. I don't know what goes in. What was rye going in? I know Manhattan. Toast? One of them. To- yeah, rye goes was in the toast. toast. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah, so uh, in order for it to be a rye whiskey, it has to be at least 51%. So it has to have a majority vote. Uh, to be <laughs> so that's the grain that has to be 51 percent of, of rye has to go into yeah yeah and okay. so the reason why it kind of like fell out of favor is that it's more of expensive a grain and it's i guess it's like harder to work with hmm. to actually okay. like produce um 
and but it adds like a lot of like flavor and depth and com- uh, complexity to the actual drink. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I just learned that. So now we both know. Now I just learned it yeah. because you told me. Yep. And you just learned it because somebody who knew before you. It was on the interwebs. Ooh. Yeah. I can't put it on the interwebs if it's not true. Well, I learned you know, that on the it was on the, it was on the interwebs. interwebs. So like a popular rise would be like Woodford Reserve, Four Roses. I think you've had one of those. I've had both. And Wild Turkey. I think that's like a pretty famous one. So they know. make bourbons, but they add rye into their mix. Yeah. Because of the fact that it, yeah. it improves the or flavor. Or the other way around. Spicy. A lot of rye, because it's only, like some of them only use 51% just because it's so expensive okay. and harder to work with everything else. Maybe 49% is something else. Some Sometimes use more. Something in the, in the mash, like corn, is pretty common. It's cheap. Cow shit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 49% cow shit. <laughs> 51% rye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the rye we picked uh, is bullet rye. Uh, they're actually really well known for their bourbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, you know, I saw a bunch of lists like bullet just kept coming up. So I was like, let's try their rye. I have had the bullet bourbon before the regular. Straight right. So it's pretty good as they say. Yeah. It okay. Is. So we're going to, we're going to try their rye. Um, Ooh, hello. So bullet rye whiskey was, uh, founded in 1830 in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, the company shortly after that moved to new Orleans, kind of a pretty big transition, but, uh, yeah. family owned and operated, uh, they pretty much, uh, it was like a family business and they supplied like all their, uh, their local bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was kind of like a house rye, um, and then it kind of just faded away for years. And I guess the great-grandson of the uh, founder of the company uh, re- resurrected the company in 1987. And then, like, 10 years later, sold it to Seagram's for, like, a crazy amount of money. Oh, so Seagram's owns Bullet? Um, no, then they sold it to, like, Johnny Walker, and then some Japanese company bought it probably for billions of dollars or something like that. Of, of yeah. course. Yeah. Of course. That's the way that usually and, works. Everything gets dis- farmed overseas. Yeah, as discussed in one of our previous episodes is uh, Japanese... Distillers own everything. Yeah, part. that's crazy. So let's uh, jump into it. That's uh, pretty cool. Bullet rye. It's ninety-five percent rye, actually. So it's more than fifty-one percent is the norm. So a whole lot of rye should be complex. It should have a pretty good bite. Uh, let's let's take a sip. Okay, let's, yeah, do, let's do, that. do this. You ready? I'm ready. Oh, that's nice. I like it. It's not real harsh. No. Definitely not like last week. Oh. I don't feel like I just sucked down a glass of gasoline. No, it's uh, it's good. It's it got a, like good. a lot of flavor up front. It does. This has got it, a spice. Yep. Uh, and it's also got a, uh, I don't know, kind of like a, a little bit of fruity note to it. Like I've had... I've, the dark rye we had okay. in the past, the Basil Hayden's dark rye. Yep. Very fruity, very cherry. It almost reminded me of cherry pipe tobacco. Yeah, it's got a hint of like cherry and tobacco. I wouldn't really call it like a fruity flavor. I kind of catch bit. like a little cinnamon. Yeah. And like almost like a, I don't know, like an earthy, grassy, grassy like tone, but not like grassy. <laughs> earthy, grassy. <laughs> this is Thurston Tifterton's on in the bath. So, you know what I mean. I do know what you. Yeah. Mean. No, I totally agree, and I think the fruity notes are very, very mild. But I think there's a little bit of one, but it's more spice. And there's but, just like an interesting burn. It's not like sharp, but it just kind of like holds a little bit longer than normal. Yeah. Yep. So it kind of has like a, you know, it's it's thin, but it has like a 
more of like a medium body like type of flavor to it. I like it. I like it. I like yeah, it. I've never I had like their it. rye. I've had their regular bourbon, but not their rye. So they say uh, this too much. Bullet rye is like a really good like middle of the road rye, like a good place to start, and then kind of go from there. So could be mixed, or could just be drinking neat like we prefer to drink our cocktails. Is it considered a cocktail if you don't mix it? No, it's not a cocktail. It's a, okay, you're, so you're it's drinking a neat. You're drinking neat. a neat whiskey. It, it's a cocktail is when you mix it with other stuff. Well, you know, too much of anything is bad. That's true. But too much of good whiskey is barely enough. Who said that? Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Book guy. <gasps> Mark Twain. Modern day warrior named Tom Sawyer. He floated down a river on a raft with a black guy. <laughs> that's so awesome. Mark Twain. <laughs> no? Oh, that's great. No. I'm just enjoying the moment. It's really good. Tom Sawyer built a raft and floated down a river with a black guy. I read the book. That's not Tom Sawyer. That's Huckleberry Finn, stupid. Sorry. Um, that's a good book reference. That was a good and book reference. always put in like a South Park <laughs> reference. Is that like, like a common theme? I don't know. There's always <laughs> something. <laughs> it was like the uh, like Simpsons used to be like the big thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, is South Park still playing? Oh, yeah. Is South like Park's still on. Absolutely. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Oh. Well, that good. What about a five glass rating? Uh, one to five glass rating. I would give this like a three and a half. I'll do, yeah, I'll do a three and a half. Three point four. I enjoy it. Uh, by the way, last week. Oh, yeah. We wanted to talk I, about this. I think I gave the... the we downgraded. I gave the, the Heaven's Door. Yeah, we downgraded Heaven's it. Gate, whatever, like a three star. And I think uh, I gave it a two five. When I woke up in the morning, I gave it like a half a star. <laughs> Gus, yeah, man, that, uh, I felt horrible. Bob Dylan was like, take yeah. that. Now I know why Bob Dylan is, will live forever. Yeah. He's, he's got to be pickled drinking this stuff. It was uh, uh, Steve texting me. He was like, I, I take hey, it back. Hey, awake. Like, you went back to sleep at one point. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're downgrading it to like a two. It's going to creep up on you unless you are. Yeah. yeah so, I told yeah. you, grow a sack. Time to drink some whiskey. I, I guess so. So, all right. By, by the way, I just had to stick that in there. So, bullet, mm-hmm. bullet rye, really yeah. good. I like it. I'm going to enjoy sipping this throughout the podcast. Yeah. Let's enjoy and let's, uh, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about some books. Books. Yeah. I'm very important. Uh, I have <laughs> many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> go, go on. I'm sorry. I could uh, listen to that all day long. It's so good. This is like the best movie. <laughs> it was a great movie. Um, so books seems a little boring uh, topic. Unless they uh, get banned somewhere. Yeah. So then I think they're fun. I think it's kind of cool. So, like, books are, like, really inf- influential uh, people put down their ideas on paper and they could either suck or they could be innovative and inspiring and they could provoke all sorts of different reactions, you know, whether it's like some type of argument or some type of war. I mean, uh, the Germans at one point were burning books. So I think it's kind of cool to talk about like some, some pieces that have uh, been banned at some point in time. Yeah. And you know what the, the, it sucks or inspiring is actually it, up to the person reading the book, which is the cool part. It's up to you whether or not, you, you know, the, the person who, who buys and reads the book is the one that says it sucks or it's great, not the author. The yeah. author just wrote their stuff down on paper. That's a cool part. Yeah, it can be interpreted in, like, so many different ways. You know, it's kind of like music. Yeah, same. Yeah, the listeners who determines how popular the song is, not the artist. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. So uh, do you read books? You like um, books? Uh, yeah. What have I ever seen you with a book? Uh, I read my books in private. Oh, like, I don't know, like, like Mein Kampf. 
dass ich gearbeitet habe, dass ich mich in diesen Jahren für dich eingesetzt habe, it dass ich anständig it, meine Zeit verwendet habe. In this is uh, when I read it. This is Hitler's book, right? Wenn du jetzt deine Stimme habt, wenn ja, this is like dann his... tritt für mich ein, so wie ich... Oh, he's mad. Yeah, like this... This is like his remake of uh, like the Art of War or something like that. Yeah. Well, I read it in English, because the tra- but this is what but it that's sounds how, like. That's in what my, it sounds like in, in my head. head okay. It translates to German. It's like... English is your second language. Yeah, even though I don't know German, that's what it sounds like (laughs) in my head, and I have no idea what that would mean. I just keep hearing it. Anyway. Yeah, so he was a jerk. So he wrote that book, and... uh and then he burned other books. Yeah, that, yeah. then he burned other books that uh, he didn't want people to read because he wanted them to know no other opinion but his own. Yep. Funny. All right. Huh, funny. funny. funny how that works. No, history repeats itself. Yeah. Let's go on. So let's go down. Uh, let's talk about a couple of books. Let's start with uh, American Psycho. <gasps> <laughs> what? Ooh, I'm getting scared already. Yeah. Wait a minute. It's not over yet. Oh, there's more. Hold on. Okay. Here it comes. Oh, I'm scared. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry. <laughs> so so there it is. It just doesn't sound the same when someone's like, wee, wee, wee. It's yeah. not the same. I'm wee, sorry. Wee, wee. Yep. Go on. Um, yeah, so this, I don't know if anyone's seen the movie with Christian Bale. I have not seen it. I'm Batman. I, I haven't seen it. So he's like a... Uh, I haven't seen your movie. <laughs> I got to stuff like a piece of plastic in my mouth or talk like him when he's in Batman. So you know when he's like Bruce Wayne? And he's got, like, the suit and the slick back hair. Yes. That's essentially his character in American Psycho. Oh, really? So he's this, like, business guy uh, that's just, he's kind of a kind of a prick and got a ton of money. And he take, takes hookers back to his apartment in Manhattan and murders them. Oh, like, I, he puts tarps and stuff out, right? And yeah. And murders them on the tarps. You were telling me that. I never read the book. I, I know the movie exists, but I never knew it was based on a book. I don't know how closely... They are because I haven't read the book per se. Right. Um, is it just hookers that he brings home? Is that the premise like he brings stuff? Yeah, so not just hookers. Yeah, he just goes on dates and he brings them back. And like at one point, he undresses the girl and he hands and he hands her a sponge and he's like, "Wash yourself." Type well, of yeah, deal. especially she's a and then he murders her on like a tarp. <laughs> well, if you're gonna kill, if you're gonna kill a bitch, you need her to be clean. Well, I mean, he goes to town first <laughs> to funk it down. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's one of those guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he hacks him up like. Because there's a scene where he runs around this, like, two-story apartment with, like, a chainsaw chasing this girl. Oh, that's awesome. It's it's a pretty messed up movie. <laughs> I, and he's got that, like, you know, picture Christian Bale, and he's got that crazy, like, ah, I'm going to get you face. I got to see it. Yeah, I've never seen the movie. So that's the book. Uh, so apparently it's offensive and it has some creepy imagery. So it's been banned in a lot of different places. Okay. Uh, if you go to the bookstore to get it, it's usually like wrapped in plastic and has like a, a label to say, you know, like there's an age restriction for this. You have to be like 18 or older to buy. Wasn't it. that the same thing when they did like uh, 28,000 Shades of Grey or whatever? It was like labeled. It was <laughs> you know what? When I was when I was doing the research on this, Shades that's, of Grey. That's what I was thinking of, like the yeah. the Grey movie. It was like it's an older. It was in the 90s. The book was written. I think it was like 92. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, I think Fifty Shades of Grey probably ripped it off a little bit. Now, does he only kill hookers, or does he kill prostitutes as well? Well, do you know the difference between a hooker and a prostitute? Absolutely, I do. And what is the difference? Nobody cares about a hooker. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> prostitutes have, like, a family and, like, a, yeah. a normal job, and yeah. this is, like, their side gig. Just Someone's like, waiting for him at home. Doing a little twerk. They're just, they're just picking up a few extra bucks. They're just looking penub. <laughs> looking for what? Looking penub. <laughs> By the way, do you know what you call a hooker with a runny nose? What? Full. 
total, total dad, dad joke. joke. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, so great. So, yeah, that's the first on our list is uh, this band book. And it's shrink-wrapped and age-appropriate, I guess. So go out and buy it. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen it at the Dirty Bookstore? I have. Yeah. It's on aisle four, rack three, rack. top shelf. There's Big Butt Bongo Fiesta. <laughs> then Wait, there's which volume? Three. Okay. The first two were they're yeah, grainy and yeah. the VHS tape was good. Anyway, and then there's that, and then there's uh, Hungry Holes, and then right next to that is <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> so great. I'm laughing my career. <laughs> then there's American Psycho, all in the rapping, saying uh, you got to be over eighteen to watch. They this. still sell uh, Debbie Does Dallas. That's still like a thing. I, that was I, a classic, by the way. I think it's only available in VHS. Now. Yeah, like the red tape. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. yeah remember, going, remember going through like the, the saloon doors <laughs> down the stairs and you go find the red tape? Okay. Mom, I'll be right back. I'm just going to go grab a movie. I'm going to get like three other movies just to slide it in I, there. I had one like that when I was young and it was like record, like a friend of mine in high school or in like middle school like recorded, they recorded it over it. And then, and then Wait, he recorded and it. They, and he okay. recorded it like off of whatever like, and then dubbed and then gave it to me. Like, and I gave him five bucks for it or something. That's great. And then it said World War II battles on it. <laughs> That's so, so, great. so one day I go to watch it and it's like, like three hours of the news. And I'm like, where the hell did my thing? And I was then it dawned on me what happened. So and was I, that, that was the first porn you watched? And then I was like, I didn't ask my mom. Right. And my mom never said anything. She just chuckled to herself. Oh, that's well, she's cool. <laughs> she saw me watching she's the so news, cool. like, what the <laughs> Oh god. Well, this, this is an awful there's a lot of moaning in this battle scene. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I know the Vikings did shit like this, but <laughs> World War II, who knew? Oh my <laughs> my first uh porn, my buddy Johnny's, he uh had it behind his uh like the drawer of his dresser, he had the red tape. Oh yeah, pool party at Seymour's. <laughs> pool party at Seymour's. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't recall anything on the actual tape, but I just remember laughing a lot. Or blood sucking freaks. <laughs> that was the one. I, yeah, really? they were like space. They were from outer space. The uh, blood sucking freaks, and they were like so like seventies porn. And they had the doctor, whatever Bush, his name was. He had like Bush. the weird like Fu Manchu beard, and his little his little midget counterpart. <laughs> his name was Ralphus. <laughs> so he'd be like. Ralphus. And then, anyway, I'm not going to get, but it was just one of the stews. So Wait, what is the topic this week? <laughs> Never mind. We're, like, we digest. So, anyway, moving on. Yeah, so uh, that was American Psycho. Uh, next on the list is, let me try to get this right. The Grapes of Wrath. Yes, The Grapes of Wrath. Yeah, by John, John Steinbeck. Bum, bum, bum. Ba-dum, ba-dum. A duck walked up to a lemonade stand and he said to the man, Running the sand. Hey. Bump, bump, bump. Got any grapes? <laughs> Sorry. Danny Waddle away. Waddle, waddle. Danny Waddle away. Sorry. I thought you were going to do the uh, like the California raisin song. Uh, I thought about like, it. I thought about it. But they're raisins. They're not grapes anymore. That's true. That's true. But so do you guy, know anything about the book? Have you read it? The Rapey Grapes? Yeah. The, the Wrath of the Grapes? The Rapes of Graf? <laughs> I've never... No. <laughs> Poor Graf. So, pretty much it was like a uh, Great Depression uh, book uh, about like a, a poor farming family, and they lived in Oklahoma, and that was like where the uh, Dust Bowl was. It was a uh, big drought. So, they had to move... Is that Dust Bowl... Dust Bowl 27? Yeah. Dust Bowl... Yep. Which one? Uh, one. Dust Bowl one. Dust Bowl one? Yeah. That must have been the... With the like Colts like and the nineteen Colts and the Raiders. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Go on. The, the Chiefs. The, the, sh- the chefs. <laughs> the chefs and the Oilers. Yeah. 
Go on. <laughs> um, so they uh, they end up moving to a farming community in California, uh, where they pick the strawberries and stuff nowadays, and the almonds and all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they got there, uh, it was worse than the place that they left. Like there was like too many farmers. Okay. So it's like the whole book is just uh, about them, you know, having awful labor practices and like really no opportunities. Um, so really, the book was banned by that county that the book was written about in California, just because it was so realistic of how brutal and how real and how awful the working conditions were. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I've never read so it. It's like, I've oh, this is too it. real. This is like exposing like how bad life is. So that's kind of like if, uh, so like if you were say, tell a story about something that was going on, say on Twitter. And then Twitter all of a sudden bans you from saying anything. Yeah. That's kind of what this county did to this book. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, so it was kind of like history, a, history repeats itself. Yeah, it does. Anyway, moving it's on. Yeah. yeah. Let's, uh, so. so, yeah, it was like a whole uh, migrant <laughs> worker thing. Mm-hmm. And they banned the book, and it actually created the opposite uh, reaction, and um, situations got worse. So it's kind of ironic. They banned that speech and... Things got worse. And it got worse, yeah. yeah. Try not to be political, but... A little too ironic. Yeah. Don't you think? Don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> so, that, so that was a banned book. But it was actually a uh, the writer, John Steinbeck, was a Pulitzer Prize winner and a Nobel Prize winner. Very noble man. Yeah. So it's crazy you can win, like, these prestigious awards and it's still a banned book. It's For writing a book that got banned by the yeah, county. It's, it's amazing. Like, it was just an amazing book. Um, let's go. Next up on the list is this. This is my favorite on the list. I think the, the probably the most uh, famous and most prominent is uh, the Catcher in the Rye. Why we're drinking rye? I love it. Yeah, by uh, J.D. Salinger. Um, so this has the double distinction of being the most banned and the most taught book in American schools. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's this both. It's like this is the worst book, but the best book. <laughs> oh, I know where you're going with this. So really, the. Uh, What's this it a, about? This is a this is a book which is like the theme is like teenage angst, pretty much. So like the basically the alienation, the frustrations of teenagers and teenage life, and apparently, the, apparently their dad didn't take them to the to the city to see the black parade. Well, no, a marching band. You don't take your kid to the city to see the black parade. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. If you take your kid to the city to see a black parade, it means you leave him in the car with the car bomb and walk away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, I got you. So uh, apparently, this book uh, turned into like like a manifesto manifesto for like people that committed murder. So like they read this book and became obsessed with it, and then they used this as like like a, a reasoning why like they committed these awful atrocities. Didn't that happen with uh, John Lennon? It did. Yeah, it did. So the, uh, the uh, was it 1980? Uh, What's his name? Mark David Chapman. Uh, he's the he's the guy that shot John Lennon from the Beatles uh, in Manhattan outside of his home. And when he was uh, caught by the police, uh, he presented the book as like his reasoning behind why he did that. Yeah, like the the catcher in the rye was his manifesto. Yeah, he was like, uh, life sucks as a teenager, and I hate the world, and you know. I'm depressed, and so I shot John Lennon. <laughs> it's J.D. Salinger's fault. Pretty much. Yeah. And it's just kind of crazy. Go it's arrest like, him. What does that book have to do with John Lennon? <laughs> right. It was like a big, like, he wanted, like, a peaceful world. 
Yeah. Can you write that song, Imagine? Yeah. yeah. He was trying like to no combat. religion, no wars, peace. He was combating the catcher in the rye. Yeah. He wanted the Maybe catch- if his father took him to the city to see the marching band. Then he wouldn't have ended up going to see be in the Black Parade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, That's I'm what gonna... I want to say to, to begin with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, got to give credit where credit's due. A little uh, yeah. My Chemical Romance. Yeah. They're pretty dope. Yeah, I'm a my, fan. My, my daughter loves them. Uh, so do I. And uh, Maybe one of these days when we can actually go to a show, I actually, we will partake. I bought tickets to go see them last year. They had a reunion tour. They played like six, Did you really? six states in the U.S. And, of course, COVID came. Oh, really? Bye-bye. Yeah. Got refunded my money. Did you get refunded? Yeah. It's money you already spent. I was going to surprise her. Say, hey, boop, but I was like, everything now, got canceled. We got tickets for so many things last year. Didn't see one of them. We got tickets for Broadway shows. Rammstein. Rammstein. Now, if you were to go to a My Chemical Romance or, or a Rammstein concert, would you would you partake? Would you blend in or would you just be the dad? When you mean partake, what do you like, talk because like, if eyeliner, you're talking about... Eyeliner, partake. I can't because the dirty bookstore. I can't. I well, can't you know, drugs. like partake in in the the ambiance. You well, dress up. Would you say, play? Would you cosplay with everybody? Say my Chemical Romance, right? My Chemical Ram- Romance. I I would go. No, you said you told me to say it. My Chemical Romance. Say my Chemical Romance. How long is a Chinaman? I don't know how long. Exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> With, with your point. <laughs> so, thank you. <laughs> it, if I took my daughter to see My Chemical Romance, okay, I would probably, I wouldn't, I wouldn't seek it out. But if she was like, Dad, you can't go dress like that. You got to, I'd be like, all right, whatever, do me up. I think that would be fun as hell. Yeah, I'd be like, whatever, man. Do Not me that up. I've ever done it, and I would do it easily, but I did go to a Nine Inch Nails concert once, and... As I was leaving, I said, next time, I'm wearing eyeliner and exactly. a lot more black. And you're wearing black and you're going to wear black Like, spike boots. up my hair or something, yep. Doc Martens, you know, like, fishnet. Because that's what, you you stand and out. I felt, like, don't so awkward in that crowd. And it was just, like, a local concert. And you're like, Trent like, Reznor, I love you. He's like, yeah, sure you do, yeah, asshole. Look idiot. at you. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is it, a Snoopy t-shirt and a Carhartt jacket? Like, come on. <laughs> Would your dad not beat you enough when you were young? <laughs> You obviously don't understand the emo plate. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so yeah. So, uh, Catcher in the Rye. It's the emo manifesto that uh, allowed you to go kill some people. Yeah, my, kid, my kids will be reading in high school. That's on the required reading list, I think, their junior year. But apparently read. it's just a book that's been banned a lot. It's the most banned book across the U.S. Especially ever since John Lennon got whacked. Yeah. I think it was Tony Soprano. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, um... Let's talk about All Quiet on the Western Front. Is it really All Quiet on the Western no, Front? No, it's not thing? quiet at all. Really? I, nope. You sure? Very sure. It's not just, quiet. Wow. Like you were there. Yeah, well, it was a World War One movie. Or book. Book? It was movie? a movie, too. It was a movie, too, yeah. Oh. Again, I, I probably saw the movie, didn't read the book. I know the story. I liked it better when it was quiet. <laughs> Go on. Uh, okay. Please continue. <laughs> so, basically, the... The uh, book was about World War One and how it de- depicts the extreme physical and mental stresses of trench warfare. On crickets. Yeah. Apparently it was a lot crickets harder trenches. <laughs> to endure than this sound clip that you have. Well, that no. seems very relaxing. It was probably a nice quiet lake. Maybe it's relaxing to you, but this could be the same as... 
this could sound like a hooker's scream to a cricket. Yeah, they're probably. They, what are they saying? They're like, help, help. <laughs> He's going, Joe, 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 Joe. Hey, Joe, hey. Joe. What was that clip? We're like, hey, what's your name? <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. I got, got, so, so World War One again. It was another book that was just too realistic. So it was a German author. Uh, who wrote this book about like the awful parts of warfare, mm-hmm. and the Nazis didn't like it because it made the of course they didn't it made the Germans look bad. So this was like one of the first books that was banned and burned in the Third Reich. Oh, okay, Deutsch, Deutschland. So it was like a big political statement of like you know you're hey you're making us look bad you're making war seem bad because they didn't want anyone like hey war is fun. We win. Yay. Let's go get them. Yeah. It's not really war. We're just kind of talking with each other. We have guns. Yeah. And it made the uh, National Socialist Party look bad in Germany. So Hitler was not a fan. So it was burned. So, yep. So it made the list of the top 10. It makes sense. Yep. World War One. I. I remember back in World War One. WWI. Standing on the soup line. It's soup. Waiting for a loaf of bread. I didn't get soup during World War I. World War Z. <laughs> That's coming up. That's coming any up. Any day now. Oh, especially zombie apocalypse any day. <laughs> zombie apocalypse is possible anytime after two day. After the Civil War. After the Civil War. The Uncivil War. So the next book up is Animal Farm, Ooh. which is a George Orwell book. Yeah. I know you're big into like like farm animals. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have to be big when I'm into farm animals. <laughs> I have no choice. Not right. <laughs> Bada bing. So basically, this is a story about a, a group of farm animals who rebel against their human farmer, hoping to create like a better society where the animals can be equal and free and happy and frolic in the muck right. that they live amongst. Um, so their rebellion fails, and they end up getting taken over by like this pig named Napoleon who turns out to be like a dictator. I heard the pigs end up running everything. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this kind of wasn't the way we thought it would be. <laughs> Is this, it ever? This kind of sucks. <laughs> I thought I was hoping for sunshine and rainbows and uh, we got none. We got this evil pig named Napoleon running the show. So yeah. So this was like a uh, a thinly veiled like political book that was like really pointing at like communism, like how it was bad. Yeah, I heard that the uh, Animal Farm was very like, uh, like paralleled uh, socialist agenda, yeah, and uh, you know just kind of brought it into terms that people could, you know, understand, read about instead of just a blank concept out there. Yeah, so, so kind of put it in, yeah, put it in terms that people could understand of like, hey, let's 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 paint the picture of what communism really is is like. Socialism, yeah, because communism different thing. I think. Well, it was well. I mean, we can get into that argument, but yeah, there's there's some there's some lines. We're not arguing; we're discussing. Well, yeah. By the way, since we began discussing over thirty minutes ago, yeah. we have many less clothes on now. <laughs> it's warm in here. It's it's really warm. I had a hoodie here. on, I had a jacket, really hot. In I had here. pants on at one point. Mm. My my shoes are still on though. Ooh, I know. Yeah, as long well, as you, I got to be able to run, <laughs> and I need good traction. If you leave, I got to get good traction. Sometimes holding on the corner of the wall ain't enough. Trust fall. Trust fall. 
Oh God, no, oh, not man. on that. <laughs> Go on. So this was a uh, banned book in the uh, USSR. So uh, modern day Russia. Of course it was, right? Yep. Yep. It probably be banned bad. in Venezuela today too. Yep, Venezuela and uh, Cuba and uh, North Korea. Great cigars though. Don't they have great cigars? I had one Cuban cigar once in my life, and I felt like I smoked a joint. I felt like high as a kite off yeah. of it. Yeah, well, I got a couple Cubans in the humidor. We can, uh, Ooh. next week we'll do that. We can chop, on the... chop up on a tarp? <laughs> oh, cigars. <laughs> Never cigar. mind. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Oh. Go on. Ooh. Awkward. Ooh. Oh, wrong conversation. <laughs> so, uh, Kenya also banned this book. Uh, Kenya ban it? <laughs> <laughs> Total dad joke. Oh, sorry. So basically, mm-hmm. it was talking about corruption and things like that. And they're like, oh, we don't want to really talk about that because we right. love that in Kenya. Um, UAE also banned it because they were talking about pigs. Pigs are bad. Bad conversation in okay. the Muslim communities. Okay. So uh, it was banned. What? Did, did they ban Lord of the Flies in the UAE? No, there's nothing wrong with flies. Well, they put a pig's head on a stake and it was covered with flies. Yeah, because... Pigs are bad. So that, they're oh, they're dirty animals. So the head on the stake was okay, but the pig running the government was bad. I get it. Okay, yeah. now I understand. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get okay. it. I'm with you. I'm with you. It takes a while at my age. It's okay. Go ahead. It's okay. And there's alcohol involved. Oh, so, Jesus, you know, God. I know. Anything happens, we have an excuse, right? Uh, well, see, the thing is, with one glass of whiskey, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Even with a stiff breeze. <laughs> so, you're, so you're saying for me, it takes more than one glass. That's what you're what yeah. you're saying. You, just, what, what you just raided me. What I'm saying is that... You're I'm, like, oh, there's a six-pack right there. What I'm saying there. is that at one point, you'll know I've had enough when I just stand up and bend over and just yeah. don't even say anything. Six-pack and a cardboard bag, maybe. <laughs> I'm good. Paper bag. Cardboard uh, box, paper bag. Yeah, no... No uh, no big dick lead slingers here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, that's. I feel safer now. You should feel safer. I do. Thank okay, you. go on. All right, so... Uh, yeah, so that's our... Uh, Handful of books that we talked about. We burned through that pretty quick. We did burn through it pretty quick. Uh, I have a couple uh, notable mentions mm-hmm. we should talk about. One okay. of my personal favorite authors uh, is Roald Dahl. Know him? Roald Dahl wrote a few books. Yeah. Uh, Three Witches, James and Giant Peach. Didn't he used to be like a fighter pilot? Yeah. He was a uh, fighter pilot in World War II for the Royal Air Force. He was an ace. He flew for the English. So he flew for the Allies. Yeah, so he killed a bunch of Krauts. That's what I had heard. He killed a bunch of Germans, shot down a bunch yeah. of German fighter planes. Yep, and then came home. Kamikazes, and... right? German kamikazes? No, kamikazes with the Japanese. Germakazes? <laughs> Did they like... Krautakazes? You think they had like an exchange program they, where like, they had like a couple with... Germans going to Japan and vice versa? Well, if the German, like, if they flew into like a boat or something, would they be like Kamakrauts? <laughs> I don't know. Kazakrauts? 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 Kazakhstan. It's the greatest country in the world, I heard. This is my sister. She's number one prostitute in Kazakhstan. Come on. So, yeah, he came home from the war and rode uh, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Because he needed an escape. Pro- yeah, he probably had some he had some uh, some thoughts. I wish in my mind Dark I could forget what my eyes have seen. It's so stupid. I mean, <laughs> World War Two. The world fights the, and you I'm sorry. Didn't really see much. Flying aces, soldiers, ground troops, infantry in World War II. You know, every one of them saw some shit. Unless they were a yeah. cook. No, I mean, you know what I mean. But they, they no, saw, but the pilots saw a lot of things. But I don't think they saw 
like what like the ground troops saw. No, they didn't. They but... just like little explosions going off. But could you That's probably the scariest thing ever. Knowing like you're flying like, a plane that ain't like a fighter jet of today. Balls of steel. Yeah, it's a bi wing single prop. No, it wasn't bi wing. World War that Two, was World War One, World War Two, World War Two was you're right. They were the, the Spitfire stuff, right? In World War Two, Spitfires. And, you have uh, Mustangs. Mustangs. Yeah, baddest and, plane ever. But you're flying that thing, and you know guys are counting on you to either drop bombs or shoot in the right places, or they're all going to die. They had the you bombers, got that on your. The bombers were so slow, they had to have the fighter pilots like escort them because they were just sitting ducks. So they would fly like. 30 of them in a pack. And that's why the bombers flew so high, right? So they were hoping to fly high enough where they couldn't. Yeah, they just had to get there. And they dropped their bomb, and they were most likely not getting back. That's like me. It's I got to trudge through it, and then boom, I drop my bomb, and and I'm done. (laughs) Just, I can't get back. Time for a nap. (laughs) (laughs) How about that sandwich? (laughs) How about that sandwich? So, yeah, I just, I had to throw him in there. His books weren't banned or anything, but he wrote some like dark, like adult books too that like people wouldn't really know about. Right. Like he did what? like short stories and things like that, but he had some really great children's books. Hmm. I mean, that was just like a couple of them, but I know there was like a good dozen more children's books that he was uh, known for. So, yeah, war hero wrote books for kids. Really? Yep. I like it. Yes. Did he have a big dick though? I'm not asking. Mo- most that. likely, I'm not asking that. Because I mean, most I care. likely, this is a segue. Ah, uh, should, <laughs> should we? Should we talk about our of, big dick hero of the of week? Of course, we should talk about our big. dick I think hero we need to bring him in. It's about that time. Yep. My dick like the Mississippi River. My dick ass your bitch. What's for dinner? Yeah. yeah. Big dick. The size of a dick does matter. Wow. Every time. Size does matter. Ooh. That's Sorry. So great. Every time. <laughs> Go on. Um. Our, David, do you read? Do I read? Yeah. I can every now and then. <laughs> I mean, Part other me. than the back of, like, DVDs or the <laughs> cereal box, I mean. The toothpaste tube? Yeah. When I was young, we didn't have, like, cell phones to look at while you were taking a dump. So you opened up the drawer and you read whatever was in there, like the Colgate toothpaste tube. <laughs> so I memorized the little Colgate disclaimer on the back JC of the toothpaste Penny tube. JCPenney catalog? Yeah. Like, it, t- tell me I'm not one of the only people that knows that. Colgate toothpaste with MFP fluoride <laughs> has been proven to be an effective decay preventive dentrifice when applied in a conscientiously applied program of oral hygiene and regular professional care. So they always say like four out of five dentists approve. You, you, Wh- who's the asshole fifth dentist? Yeah, what about the fifth dentist? Was he like, oh, He's like oh, sucks. You're fine. Rub some dirt in it. <laughs> Just let them all fall out. I'll, I'll get you some implants. You Just know? gargle with peroxide. You'll be good. Which is actually works really it well. It does work really, but it tastes like shit. So yeah. anyway, Big Dick Hero of the Week would be... Cliff. Cliff. So... Not Cliff Clavin. Who's that? Who's that? Yeah. It's a little known fact in the greater, uh, greater Chicago area. Cliff Clavin. Come on. <laughs> what the hell's the matter with you? So... Uh, Wouldn't you like to go? Everybody knows your name, Steve? I would love to go. Where everyone knows my name. <sighs> this then, is kind of leave. A, this is kind of a funny thing because when, when we were grade school and we were assigned, you have to read Catcher in the Rye. Say, yeah, like, oh, you're like, oh, I'm god, not really gonna read this it. This is or more I mean, than like ten pages. I don't want to read it. So what do we do? It was like 160 pages. You and saved, it's like a tiny little book. You saved your allowance because mom and dad couldn't know you were doing it, and you went to the store and you bought the Cliff's Notes. Yeah, and you're like, okay, I thought it was Cliff Notes. It's Cliff's Notes. 
like ownership Cliff Cliff's notes. Like these are my notes. No, it's Cliff's notes. Cliff yeah. was the guy that made the notes yeah. for you to read. So they were Cliff's. I didn't know notes. that. How awesome is that? That is awesome. I just thought it was Cliff Notes. Like this is the name. I didn't think anything about the name. A little yellow book. You snuck in. You read the thirty pages to you know summarize the two hundred page novel that you were supposed to read, and you had a book report, or you had like stand in front of the class and talk about it, and they really drilled you with questions, and then you knew it. Yes. Right? Well, here you could at least BS a little bit because I can BS with the best. Of them. Well, you could because you you didn't want to plagiarize a Cliff Notes because your teacher knew what the Cliff Notes said. <laughs> so because they had a Cliff uh, a Cliff Notes to the Cliff Notes. <laughs> no, they had like the teacher's Cliff Notes. Like <gasps> there's they, a teacher's Cliff. Notes. I think there is a teacher's. That's hard. Cliff Notes. Cliff Notes. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny thing is, is that Cliff, who is uh, Clifton Hellegas, um, in 1958. He and his wife created Cliff Notes, but it's funny because he started it as a reprint of his friend's notes that his friend made. And his friend's name was Cole, and he lived in Canada. Really? Swear to God. So they were technically Cole's notes wait, first. Wait, wait, wait. So Cliff, the guy that I ripped off of, ripped off of Cole? <laughs> ripped off Cole. You can't make this shit up, man. Cole, Cole from Canada, eh? So, right, so now this guy in Canada is like, Hey, uh, hey, I got, I got a great idea. Eh? Uh, I'm gonna 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 take a, a book and I'm gonna write the book in like ten pages or less, eh? And then I'm gonna call it Cole's notes. And they're like, you can't. Cliff's notes is already in America. He's like, oh, son you, of a bitch, eh? Dude, you're just like, hey, can I borrow that? Like, <laughs> can, can I borrow your thing? I I gotta. I need. Mean, I need totally to ripped it off. I I'm, guaranteed he ripped it off. I'm doing my math homework on the other side of the paper. And I had him killed in Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> so that's actually what happened. And um, and the Cliff's notes. They start as little pamphlets. Does everybody? Yeah, and does they everybody know what Cliff's Notes is? Yeah. yeah, Cliff's Notes are the little yellow book. Um, they, they were yellow when I when I was back are in they, school. And, and it's uh, all digital now, probably. Yeah, it probably is. And uh, it basically you could pick whatever title it is that you wanted to know about. And the Catcher Cl in the Rye. Yep, the Cliff's Notes it. would know summarize it. it in, uh, uh, you know, like ten or twelve pages or twenty pages, summarize the entire book, tell you the plot, tell you the main characters tell you what the meaning of different things in the book are, and it basically broke it all down so you didn't have to spend a week reading the book. You could spend 20 minutes. That is so awesome. Yep. And uh, so, so that – thank you to Cliff because he made me a solid C student in English <laughs> lit. What kind of what kind of books did he uh, did he write? He didn't write any books. Well, I mean, what, what kind of Cliff notes did he summarize? Is it like everything or uh, – A lot of stuff. I mean, his first actual – actually, his first – Cliff's notes that he made were uh, about the 16 William Shakespeare titles. Oh, is that like uh, Michael Jack uh, Michael Jackson? Michael <laughs> <laughs> oh. Not doing well here. It's going to be a long day. <laughs> Michael Jackson, Michelangelo. Michael, oh, it's like his uh, 16th uh, chapel. 16 chapels? Yeah. No, the it's 16 different. Shakespeare's? Those are, yeah, no. It's like a, no? Hmm? Hold on, Steve. <laughs> I think your mother's calling you. <laughs> Steven, Steven, you need to come home. Steven. Oh, I love rye, by I'm, the way. This I'm is making, really good. I'm making boiled cabbage. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, Did it already go south or is it going south? It's like, going where, south. Where do we go wrong here? I don't know. I'm but, trying. But I'm really, thank I'm you. Thank you to Clifton Hillegas for starting Cliff Notes in 1958. He also sold his Cliff's Notes uh, empire for $14.2 million in 1998. And then he died the next day. 
won the lottery, died the next day. Isn't that <laughs> ironic? <laughs> Don't you think? Oh, well, it's Canadian. He's Canadian. Hey, Cole's notes. <laughs> Cole's notes. Hey. <laughs> Meanwhile, he pops out of nowhere. Get in the bag. <laughs> Can I at least get like a, a loan? Eh? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I get a couple dollars, eh? <laughs> so. Well, thanks, Cliff, and your dope-ass notes. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the C. I would have failed everything. Yeah. for you. From the hearts of all the lazy students, including myself. <laughs> hearts and minds. You made it so Thank much you. easier to write my papers. <laughs> Thank you, the Whiskey Sippers tips their hat to you. Yeah, huge dick because of that. Right. I mean, that's really like a pretty big endeavor to just be like, you know what? I'm going to rip off everything. Everything that's written, I'm going to rip it off. Summarize it. Well, here's it a the question. World. How did he know what they were all about? I mean, did he get? Did he pay people to read the books? That's why I want to know. Did he read it? I don't know. Couldn't find that. That'd be research. interesting to find yeah. out. Like, did he read the books? Did he... Did somebody else already read him and summarize him? And he was just like, hey. Did he just, like, read the back of the book? <laughs> maybe just, like, maybe his mom was a librarian. Maybe. He's like, Mom. We're going to uh, have to do some further research and do, like, an addenda to this topic. Hey, Mom. Mein Kampf. Go. <laughs> she was like. Play the, play the German thing again. Uh, yeah. Mein Kampf. He's like, Mom. I need to make close notes on Mein Kampf. Can you help me out? Okay, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold on, I gotta get a pen. Jesus Christ, Mom, stop. Hold on, Mom, hold on. Mom! Jesus, Mom, I can't. I, I don't even know how to write that. You know, he said something about a train. Fuck it. I'm not even gonna bother. <laughs> Scratch it off. No, yeah, we're not doing that one. If is you that, don't, if you, is if there you, a cliff notes to mine comp? I don't think there is. <laughs> I bet you it's banned. And that's the Did reason they ban why. the cliff notes too. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly the reason why. Oh my god, that's awesome. We gotta stop. We do have to stop. So hey, whiskey sippers live at gmail.com. We tell you that every episode nobody emails us because you guys hate us. So Loathe. send us in whatever you want. Hopefully send us in a bottle of whiskey. We're totally cool with that. Yeah. I like that a lot. All right. Love so, you guys. Mean it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll see you like in another week or two. Yeah. Yeah? Yep. All right. Yep. Mind comp. Go read. <laughs> Reading is fundamental. Yep. Check books. Check them out. Later. Later.